Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of 360 Chats. My name's Efe and today I'm joined with a fam- familiar guest, kind of, from season one. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey guys, my name is Okiki Beats. I'm a producer engineer. Just a regular guy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so guys, if you listened in on season one, like the episode that I did with Okiki, you kind of have an idea of what we're going to speak about today. So um, do you like to say what we're going to speak about or should I do it? You should do it. Okay. So, guys, today we're going to speak about what it means to be masculine, I guess. Just the whole concept of masculinity. I don't know how to say this word. How do you say it? Masculine, masculinity. Mas- whatever that word is called. We're going to speak about the concepts around it. So, yeah. So, Okiki, are you ready to get into it? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, to you, what does it mean to be masculine? Yeah, so um, for me to touch on masculinity, I want to just start with femininity because I believe obviously it's the opposite of the spectrum. So I'll bring a bit more context to what we're talking about. But um, femininity is all about preservation, right? So a lady is, she has to preserve whatever she's, she is and what she's been given from basically birth and, you know, keep that as whole, you know. Mm-hmm. Or you could even say, Whatever a notion is given to a lady, she usually preserves it, embodies it, and amplifies it, mm-hmm. right? Whereas um, with masculinity, it's all about leadership. It's about um, being stoic in nature. It's about being aggressive, not necessarily punching someone up, but being aggressive in the way that you attack life, mm-hmm. you know? It's about all these traits that make you, you know, a leader and someone to basically look, be looked up to, mm-hmm. you know? So um, that's my definition of masculinity as of now. But like I said, um, if you were to ask me this question a couple months ago, I think I would have said something completely different. But, you know, the more you study something, the more you realize that you know nothing about what you've actually studied. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it the Dunning-Kruger effect where you see the people that know the most about a subject, they tend to be the people that speak the least, Right. Whereas the people that know the least about subject, they tend to be the vocal point for each and every single subject. That's why you can go on YouTube and you'll be seeing all sorts of podcasts and all sorts of things about people talking about something that they don't really know or understand. You mm-hmm. know? So that's just me right now. It's still something I'm definitely trying to figure out for myself. It's all about becoming anyways, you know? You keep on becoming, you keep on learning, you keep on embodying things, but... Yeah, hopefully by the end of it, we we come to a definition that... You will come to a definition. I will come to a definition that, that will definitely make more sense, you know? Okay, fair enough. So, I guess like in our society, when people hear the word like masculine, it's kind of like associated with being toxic. This whole concept of to- toxic, that word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what's your opinion around that? Toxic masculinity. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think, how to say it. I think that is in the Western world that you can see that agenda of toxic masculinity being pushed. Right. What I mean by agenda is, um, I don't necessarily believe it's conspiracy. I just believe that is a fact. Right. People are always trying to sell something to you. Right. Or you're selling whatever you are as a being, your ideas, your value to the marketplace. That makes sense. So you're always selling or being sold to. Right. If you walk down the road, you will see um, food shops, you will see clothing stores, you'll see content on your phone or whatever. Like people are always trying to get you to buy into their idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what an agenda means. What the idea or the notion is in the Western society is that 
to be masculine is wrong, it is toxic, etc. Mm-hmm. Where, or even, I think it's not even to be masculine. I think it's for men to be masculine is wrong, right? Okay. Whereas ladies can be masculine and it's completely fine, right? Mm-hmm. That's the notion, that's the agenda that's basically being um, um, brought to our forefront right now. That makes sense. I don't yeah. agree with it though. Why? Because um, I believe that masculinity and femininity is a spectrum, right? So you can either be hyper-masculine you can, and you can also be hyper-feminine, right? That's like okay. the extremes on both ends, okay. right? Then if you go just a bit closer to where it's okay, you now get masculinity and you now get femininity, mm-hmm. right? Then you get some people in the middle where some people now call it like gender fluid, etc. I don't mean to um, offend or anything. I just I don't necessarily believe in gender fluidity, but what I believe That's is so that weird. you can I'm have. About that right now, you know. Oh, is it? Can you imagine? It's interesting. But, anyway. but um, what I believe is that you can be a person. You can identify with both sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you can identify with what it means to be masculine, and you can also identify with what it means to be feminine. Mm-hmm. Right way more than someone who is on each spectrum can, you know? But mm-hmm. everyone always has traits on both aspects anyways. You're never going to meet someone that's completely feminine and someone that's completely masculine. And when you do, you know, they know they don't tend to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Fair enough. Do you feel like the fact that, I guess, society... They were meant to be masculine anymore. Do you feel like that could have an impact on like families in the future? I mean, it's already had an impact on families so far. In what sense? So, I was having a conversation with um a lady, right? And you know how I am. I don't believe in the whole notion of all these things that all the agendas that people try to push. For Such example, as- like um racism and you know, religiosity and all these type of things, sexism, etc. I don't yes. you don't believe in them. When I say I don't believe in them, I don't embody it. Okay. You know, like is uh, like I'm, I'm a Christian, isn't it? The mm. whole idea of belief is faith without works is dead, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have the faith, you have the knowledge, you have the awareness of something, then you have the action that makes it alive. That's belief, mm-hmm. right? So when I say I don't believe in something, it means I don't practice it, mm-hmm. right? Just to clear, I'm um, clear the air, anyways. But yeah, I don't um, practice or embody all the beliefs of like racism, etc. Because at the end of the day. Right. I'm I'm a spiritual being living a human experience, you know? But I try to understand it because I'm also into psychology, etc. Right. So I was having the conversation and then um I have a lot of people, I have a lot of black friends, let's just say that. Okay. I have a lot of um friends from across the board, but a majority of them tend to be black. Okay. Seeing as my environment, you know, I grew up in ends, etc. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so with black friends, you're also going to get people that tend to be like maybe BLM, right? Black Lives Matter, mm. because things like that, which I have no issue with, but I just grew up to, I was just like, um, the reason why I don't, I wouldn't really call myself BLM is because I believe a lot of us or a lot, yeah, a lot of the people that say they're BLM, they believe in the notion they'll be screaming from today to tomorrow, but there's no action that's been put in to actually make a change within the community. Mm-hmm. That's literally all I said, and I got blocked for saying I, that. I agree with that. <laughs> I, I got know. I got blocked for saying that, right? That's but, funny. though how can you get blocked? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy out here. But um, in saying that, right, when it comes to, for example, the whole idea of like 
uh, masculinity and femininity, you see that we tend to embody ideas, but there's no action behind the ideas that will actually lead to, you know, mm. to success, if that makes sense. Like, I used to think, you again, you, you see my journey so far, like, I used to think that the answer was literally just to be masculine. Once, once you you realize that the answer are, oh, I, okay, I'll talk about my, my own self, right? I used to believe that being masculine was the answer. You know, mm. you have to literally be like, yo, man's, Almost hyper masculine in what nature, the right? Hell? <laughs> but <laughs> what I ended up coming across was that cool. It is effective, but it's not something that can be optimized and actually take me to the place that I need to go. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm into things like business. I'm into you know wealth and music, etc. At the end of the day, if you are creative, no matter how masculine you are. As a creative, you're going to embrace a lot of feminine traits within yourself, understanding yeah. your emotions, understanding how to put it on the page and make a song or yeah. tap into other people, etc. So what I realized is that you're going to have to basically understand both aspects and now assign whichever one's going to basically prosper you as an individual, mm-hmm. right? What was the question that you asked? Because I feel like I'm sidetracking this <laughs> a little bit. I want to quickly... All I asked was your opinion on the whole... Um... I already asked that, didn't I? Yeah, you already asked that. There was a question that you asked that I wanted to highlight on. That's why I brought See, up. See, now uh, even you have made me forget my question. This is 360 pod. Like, what was this my is, question? This is what we do. We always go in 360. <laughs> but I'll, I'll get there I actually anyways. forgot my question. Oh, Kiki, you went in a circle, boy. I'll, I'll get there anyways. But um, <laughs> yeah, like with um, masculinity, I used to believe that it was literally the, the only answer. But when I started taking inspiration and looking at who that I want to become, right? I think the first thing you do when you want to understand who you want to become, you have to look at who's the closest people to that goal okay. of your end goal, right? So the people that I basically started to um, look at as, cool, this is who I want to embody, was Malcolm X. I remember my question now. What was the question? My question was how men aren't basically like allowed to be masculine that affect the family in the future. That's what I wanted to talk about, right? <laughs> so I the circle this guy was in. <laughs> Let me talk about this concept and I'll, I'll segue back into that because there's a reason why I brought that as a context, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I look at number one, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Number two, I look at King David from Scripture. Okay. Number three, I look at my higher self. Okay. Right? I won't talk about that, the higher self because that's now me getting into like more deeper subject and I'll just segue us into segue it's land. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I'll talk about Malcolm X and, and King David, right? With Malcolm X... You saw within his autobiography that he embraced what it meant to be hyper-masculine, right? And what mm-hmm. ended up happening was that he got to a point where he was out of control. No one could tell him anything. No one could, you know, etc. But what you realize is that the most masculine people that I know in my life, they tend to be people that can, that, that are aggressive in nature, but they can control their ability to be aggressive, mm-hmm. Right. If you go to, I know a lot of people that have like been in the army, etc. Right, the most disciplined people I know are the people that are the most coachable. Okay, right, people that, for example, they're in boxing, kickboxing, etc. If they really wanted to, they can literally kill you one punch. Okay, but because they've actually disciplined their masculinity and know when to assert and when not to, that's what makes them a threat. That you know, a controlled threat, basically. Mm. Right, you saw with Malcolm X as soon as he went into prison. He basically reformed himself through knowledge, understanding, and then wisdom, right? And then eventually embodied what he actually meant to be a masculine leader. Mm -hmm. He was able to now, you know, 
be assertive, aggressive, etc. But also know when to tone it down and when to actually just literally speak. Okay. And 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 command what he wanted to do through his speech rather than through his actions. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like he understood that he was going to need both sides of the spectrum to basically achieve his goal. Mm-hmm. And he eventually achieved his goal, which was to basically make the nation of Islam to basically pros- prosper at the time. Eventually, he went on to be a great speaker and mm. the, the man that we know him to be today. The second example was um, King David, right? With King David, we see that um, within scripture that he he was called a man after God's heart, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people nowadays that'll be like, oh, God loves me. He does this for me, et cetera, right? But let's be very real. Like, how do you know that God actually loves you like that? Okay. Has, has, has he, has he, yeah. I, hopefully I don't, I don't rough any feathers, right? But hear what I'm trying to say, right? Mm. Like, how do you know that God actually loves you in the way that you say he does, mm. right? Has he ever told you, has he ever appeared to you and be like, yo, like, you're my boy, you're my girl? Has he ever said that, yo, like, yo, you're my child? Has he ever I mean, told you that? This is me being a bit like, mm. but you could mm. say yes through scripture. You could, because you oh, know. Get, get, get to the end, like, end of it so I understand. Essentially, like, I guess if you say, yeah, that you're Christian, you believe in God and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And when you read, when you read your Bible and stuff, I can't like think of the exact scriptures, so mm. don't quote me. But in the scripture, I basically... It basically speaks about like how basically if you believe, I don't say if you believe, but it basically says that God loves you essentially, that God loves you and that you are his child essentially. I think it might be in, I'm not even going to try and think of the scripture, but it says it. It does say it. Well, that's, that's, that's my issue though, because I used to think the same thing, but mm. now that I've actually done the research, it's like... It says it in bits, but what tends to happen with us, as, especially as Christians, is that we sample different bits yeah. without understanding the context behind what we're actually talking about. Yeah. Right. And then we now be like, well, what does it make sense to me? And that's what we say. But what I'm saying it, what is, right? It says within scripture that on the last day, many will say that I've done so and so in your name, but mm. then Christ is literally going to be like, go away. You work oh, as yeah, all iniquity. Yeah. Meaning there's a lot of people in today's day and age that are going to be like, God loves me. I'm doing the right thing for God, etc. By the end of the day, he's going to be like, huh? Apart <laughs> from me, I never <laughs> who, knew you. Who, who's my man? Yeah. You know what I mean? But hear this though, there's been a couple people in scripture that God himself said, that's my boy. That's yeah. my girl. You feel yeah. me? David was one of them. Mm-hmm. Are you understanding my concept now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, when I was looking at, cool, because I want to optimize what it means to be a Christian now, right? There's no point in me embodying a faith and then I'm now just, there's no point. Like, there's Doing no point nonsense. in me going, you know what I mean? It don't yeah. make sense if I'm not, I'm saying I'm something and I'm not actually leading the yeah, life Yeah, you need to live it. by it. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm That's saying? That's one thing I learned this year as well. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So, the first person that came to mind, right? Again, I'm very controversial with the things I say. Right? You can tell already. <laughs> it hasn't even right? been has even been half an hour. I've never even got <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Guys, please don't cancel my podcast though, please. Uh, because but, of this one, please. Uh, like but but please. what I'm saying, right, is that when I say controver- controversy, right, or controversial, well, my type of controversy is not the type that's gonna necessarily upset you. It's gonna be the one that's gonna at least challenge your thinking. Okay. You know, I don't think I'm a radical person in whatever I say. I think I'm quite measured in what I say so what tends to happen unless you're just emotional and you're just I okay. can't deal with you in that in that sense because okay. you're going to be 
arguing based on things that don't actually make sense. Okay. I'm based on logic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm very controversial in what I say, and then this is one of the things, right? Many people will be like, um, cool, like, who's the first person I can basically look at? Christ. Right? Then I was thinking to myself, yeah, I understand that. But where I was back then and even up until now, Christ, like, you're the guy, fam. I'm not like, right. I, I'm, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's, it's real, mm. but it's not like, it's almost impossible. Mm. You know what I mean? To, to be get like to that Christ. Sta- yeah. yeah, of course. Right? In my, at least in my current form, right? Mm. That's just me being, I, I'm mad honest with myself, right? I was thinking like, you're my guy, yeah, what? Help me out here. Then, I f- <laughs> uh, then it, it's almost as if the next person that literally just came to mind was now, oh, King David. Yeah. If you look at who's been mentioned the most within scripture, but besides um, Christ, is actually King David, right? I don't know that actually. And if you look in history, who does Christ come from? David. True. So I was thinking, okay, who's David? <laughs> so I started doing my research and I started realizing that oh, there's someone that God himself said, that's my boy. Mm. Let me understand who this guy is and try to at least understand the method behind the madness. Mm -hmm. When I did more research, I realized, God said he's my boy, but look how flawed this guy is. Mm. Then that's why I was like, you know what? I'm flawed as well. I'm going to cling on to my man. So I understand how I can go from being a flawed person into a more perfected person, but Mm. in a practical way. Yeah, I, I studied his life and I realized, yeah, this guy was one of the most masculine people you could ever see. Broski took down a giant with a, with a stone. Like, he was a man of war. He took down nations. Yeah. Upon nations, upon nations. Mm. He was the guy. Yeah. But hear this. You go into Psalms and then you see him singing this art out. Yeah. And I don't think people understand. Like, back then it was not okay for you to be a singer or poet, etc. They were seen as the feminine people. Mm. To be a man, it meant go to war and actually fight. Actually, no. Let me, let me, no, I was going to say, let me not say something wrong, but continue. No, you can, you can no, say No, because it, no, right. I don't think, actually, it is right now. Wasn't it David that he was the one that went to go and off his clothes and dance in the, in the, in the distance? And he was bringing back the, the ark to... I think so. Right, so, it, okay, uh, I'll talk about that as well, right? Surely that cannot be seen as a masculine thing. To you off, get what I'm to saying? You get what I'm saying? I'll, I'll talk about it. So this was a masculine man, mm. but he was able to also embrace his feminine side, meaning taking away all the masculinity, etc., and being like, God, like, this is who I really am. Mm. I'm going to write bars for you. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, take my time out to understand yeah, who I'm serving, etc. Yeah. Right? And he was very in touch with his emotion. You saw that he was such a conflicted man. Mm. He was always battling that, that, in a in a self being like yo like what's going on but you saw at the end of the day in every single psalm or towards the end of of majority of the psalms is that he started off in conflict in chaos mm. which is femininity yeah but eventually led back into masculinity which is resolution okay solutions mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying mm. so I was just like that's my guy okay I'm gonna follow my <laughs> man but I'll, I'll talk about what you're talking about before I get to my point right um goddamn a long point <laughs> <laughs> right I, I think I can easily do like the small talk and, and the banter etc but I think the 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 legacy that I want to lead is that I want to really thought, I want to say thought provoking things 
Yes. I want to challenge people to actually think and I actually mean, be like... That's the point of this podcast. I'm yeah, not complaining. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's the reason why I like to go in depth, in it? So for the people that appreciate it, you know what I mean? This is, this is your thing, right? Sure. But um, what you were talking about was like when he was bringing back the Ark back into um, where, he, where he lived, right? Because mm-hmm. he saw that the Ark, ever since the Ark had left, right, there wasn't source in the land. You know what I mean? Like things weren't... Picky, yeah. Uh, What's actually your problem? Practical, you know what I mean? You're actually annoying. Right? <laughs> so you're actually happened, so silly. What happened was that he sent some of his, his the man them, like, go through and, and bring that back. You know what I mean? You guys, if you see, the, <laughs> if you see his face right now, I swear to God. No, I, ha- I, I actually have to. swear to God. I have to, man. I have to because when I talk about these type of things, it excites me. You know what I mean? It excites me. But... Yeah, he sent two of his, you know, his runners to go and get the Ark. Mm-hmm. As soon as they touched it, they died. Uh, he was just like, God, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? It was conflicted straight away. It was like, what's going on? Then he put it inside um, a man's house that, bearing in mind, this man and his family lineage had been through destroyed and, you know what I mean? Like, they mm. were poor, they were in poverty, etc. All of a sudden, while I was in um, his house... Is, I believe his, his name is Obediadam or, or something like that, right? While he was inside this house, he was blessed mm. abundantly. That's when David was like, Abundance. oh. So it's not the ark that's at fault or it's not, it's just the fact that I made a mistake of sending the wrong people to go get. Mm. So what he then did, he was like, cool, bearing in mind, this guy's the king. Mm. This ain't no... King Charles or Queen <laughs> Elizabeth or anything Good like night. that. This Good is night. a king of a mighty nation. This guy's gonna get me kicked off the earth. <laughs> I don't want to flatline because but, you mentioned this guy's name. <laughs> You're actually not but, serious. Uh, deeper, yeah. So a whole king, right? He goes to where the ark was, and then what he started to do was that while he was taking it to back to the destination, at every second he would literally just start dancing. I'm praising God mm. just to be like, I'm so grateful for what you've basically given me and this opportunity, etc. Mm. Right? So imagine a whole king taking off his, his garments, mm. coming on into like commoner status just to basically parade around. And the way he was dancing was like a madman. Mm, yeah. I'm not talking about no sturdy or anything. I'm talking about like <laughs> he was doing the mad thing. Like even to the point that when he was closer to um, his, the destination, his wife at the time was just like, a whole king what are you doing, what are you doing? <laughs> she was embarrassed right but I'll, 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 I'll let you guys go into scripture and, and um, find out what happened to her anyways you know what I'm saying but it just showed yeah. you that such a masculine person could show such humility when he was dealing with someone greater than him mm. you know so it taught me that in order for you to be masculine you have to not only understand your feminine side mm. but also understand that the greatest leaders are also the greatest servants Right. Yeah. So when it comes to family, I realized that the whole reason as to why family has now there's no such thing as family, especially within our community now. You know what I'm saying? Do you, you know they're trying to get well in law, mm-hmm. some feminists actually, they're trying to get rid of the concept of family. Of oh, the nuclear family. Family. Just family in general. Yeah. Okay. Because well, I guess because of the nuclear family, but basically links in with the whole gender fluidity thing guys English is not my first language anyway because of that whole thing so like um, yeah they're basically saying that that should not be the case of there being like 
a man and a woman. It should be anything, essentially. Because some people won't even identify as one or the other. But, <laughs> but anyways, continue. Listen, I'm not involved. I'm not involved. There's a lot of things that we do nowadays that it, it reminds me of what happened to, to Rome. But let's not go into another TED Talk, right? Um, yeah, so when it comes to family, right? In order for you to be a masculine leader and a father, you have to understand that you must serve someone and understand how to be a servant or a student to the game in order to be the best leader. That's mm-hmm. something that I've actually realized now. And that's the reason why I've calmed down in my whole, ah, we need to, you know what I mean? I realized that, yo, like, I'm yes. still in my training phase to eventually <laughs> become that leader eventually, if that makes sense. 2020 you- or Kiki, yeah. 2020, 2021 or Kiki. Wow. <laughs> If you know, if you know, you know. If you actually know, you know. <laughs> Yo, but that's what I mean. Like most people call me more masculine than than a lot of people, right? Yeah. With, with the way like I'm stoic, etc. But you can see that's what I mean. Masculinity is becoming, mm. you know. And that's another reason why I look up. One of the the third, I'll touch on it briefly, right? What I mean by my higher self is that what I've now done is that. I don't necessarily look up to man because I believe every single man is flawed. When I say man, it also means like ladies, etc. as well. So that's not like, oh, <laughs> what about the ladies, etc. <laughs> I don't think my listeners are like that. Okay, but, okay. cool. <laughs> well, I don't look up to man because man is, is inherently flawed. Mm. You know what I mean? Even David, my guy, he was flawed. Yeah, no one's perfect. You know perfect. what I mean? No one's perfect. So what I then did was that I was like, my higher self... <laughs> I'm going to basically take the best traits out of each person I look up to and then create a higher self. Mm -hmm. You know, a mental that I would then look up to and be like, yo, like, this is the perfect being Mm -hmm. ever. You know (laughs) what I mean? And one of the people that I ascribed as one of the people I will now take some traits from, 19 Keys, right? Intelligent man. Like, he's excellence. You feel me? But even him, we've met him at a stage of him now being an excellent thought leader and, and a masculine man, etc. If you listen to some of the things he says, it's like, so thought-provoking, but mm. it's a quiet taste. Like, a lot of people in our generation are not going to be able to listen to him because mm. he goes into so much depth and so many type of things. He's mm. like me, but on, on mad steroids. You know how, <laughs> like, I can go into a TED Talk? Yeah. He'll go into a TED Talk, but talk about the science, talk about the metaphysics, talk about religion, talk about everything. Wow. And expand on that concept so that it'll feel like in... One hour of you listening to him will be like you've been in uni for like the whole day. Bro, I don't know. But that, that, those yeah. are the type of people I want to be aspire like. to be like yeah. because those are the people that actually lead the world. Mm-hmm. That's true. The people that lead the world are people that actually sit down and think. Like a majority of people don't actually think. And that's, that's costing them their life. Is that true? You know? But <laughs> let's not get into that, right? But one thing that um, yeah. 19 Keys I took from him was that such excellence. Another person, my shepherd, right? My pastor, right? Such excellence. I'm meeting them at their stage of excellence and, and continuing to become excellence, right? The definition. But when they were younger, my age, these guys were flawed people. Mm. These were people that if you told them at their age that they were going to become great men, they would have laughed at you. <laughs> they would have been like, just shut up, get out of my face, fam. You know what I mean? But mm. look at them now. Yeah, they're in like their 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. And now they're, you know, then that's when I realized that, yo, like, I'm still a young boy. You're a young boy. 
Don't get it twisted. In the game. Yeah, like, uh, like I'm, I'm way mature than a lot of people, but I still have a lot of time to to, yeah. to get in my books and train. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't become a full man until you're 30. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, that's another reason let's not get into that, man. I'll, I'll end up going, we'll end up being there for three hours. You know what I mean? But yeah, with the family, right, you've seen that the whole concept of family, especially within the black community, has been flawed because the man has been removed from the family. That's right? true, yeah, that's true. If there is no leader in a household, then there is going to be no direction at the end of the day. This is me playing what's that thing? Play the play. I'd say angels advocate. Yeah, let me play angels advocate. So, could you say that, like, even because women, I guess you're saying, are becoming more masculine? Could you not say that they could be the leaders of the household? I think a lady is able to lead, right? But it's in the lady's nature to to also be led. Mm. You know, some of the best leaders that are ladies, right? You see that they're always conflicted when they don't have someone else that's above them that they can actually look up to. And even when you look at that, right, it's the same thing as men as well. The best leaders have been students to to some people. They say, um, like, the three best philosophers in time, right? You guys to go do your research anyways. But basically, it started off with one man. He tutored the second best. Oh, Socrates, Aristotle. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Plato. You get it. Mm. So you have to literally go through some sort of apprenticeship. The only mm. thing is with men is that eventually you get to a stage where you're re- you're like, okay, it's now time to go. Mm. With ladies, I think is a is a case where you're able to lead, but to the end of of time, you're also going to want to turn to someone and be like, yo, like, yeah. show me, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this is just now me. I like to take scripture and look at it literally, but also metaphorically, right? So I like to just bring a whole different dynamic and, yeah. and perspective to what I'm saying. But that's the whole reason in this context why I also believe why um, we're taught that men look up to God, lady look up to your man and children look up to, to, to the lady. Okay. Are you familiar with that? No. Okay. I didn't know that it says children to look up. I've heard the men look up to God, da, 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 but I never heard the children look up to ladies. Basically the household look up to ladies. Your lady. parents. What? So, <laughs> basically, it says that man, yes. right? Mm. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> You guys go and do your research. I don't want to take us in, 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 I don't want to take too much time, but it's basically, man, look up to God and take direction from God, mm. right? Lady, take direction from the man and children and everyone else take oh, direction so from the like lady. Oh, so it's like a ladder. There's a hierarchy. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, that makes sense to me because I realized that for a man to basically become a man, he has to embrace his higher self. He has to understand that he has one person to answer to, which is the most high, mm-hmm. right? Then that gate basically gets given to him and then he now has an idea, a thought or a way of life that he now has to basically implement in his life. Mm-hmm. Now, remember what I said with ladies. With ladies, I personally believe they're the most creative when they're in their feminine bag, right? Okay. I believe that a lady's the most creative when she's in her enti- like femininity. Like she's able to just relax. She's in peace. She's in tranquility. Oh, yeah. She's going to be able to come up with so many ideas that a man is never going to be able to come come with, come mm-hmm. up with. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why you see the most successful ladies tend to also be, and when I say success, I'm not talking about 4, 30 or whatever. I'm talking about successful in all areas or success in terms of what it means to be a lady. 
Right? You'll mm-hmm. see that a lot of ladies don't actually want money. They want peace. 100. They want peace. They want a family. And 100%. there's nothing wrong with that. There's know? actually nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's, not, there's actually nothing wrong with that. Come and say said. you want to be a housewife now. Someone will be like, oh, you're, <laughs> you're taking us back to 1950s. <laughs> no, I'm you, not. You get it. But even in saying that, right, like, they tend, a lady's the most creative when she's in a feminine bag, right? So a man will not have an idea. Give it to the lady. She'll come up with different concepts that don't even make sense, you know? <laughs> yeah. And an easier example I can look at this, right, is that look at Leela and Alex Omozi. Are you familiar with Alex Omozi? No. <laughs> it's, okay, Alex Omozi, right, he is a... I don't know who this guy thinks I am, you know. <laughs> He's a guy, right, where he basically started off a gym chain Right, made it successful, then eventually just kept on scaling up. So now he's an investor. Mm-hmm. So he invests in businesses, turned them into from a failing business or even a successful business into an uber successful business. Mm. You know, and his wife, she's a powerhouse. Powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> she's a powerhouse. Like the way she's able to command a room, the way she's she she was like the top salesperson in a in a company before she married him. Oh. You know what I mean? She brought him so many ideas that. Even him as an he's an intelligent man. Mm. But even though him as an intelligent man, he's just like, there's no way I could have thought of that by myself. Yeah. Right? But deep it, even as a boss lady, she still looks up to someone. And she's still like, yo, like, that's my husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Mm. you see the most successful ladies in in terms of happiness and quality of life, Mm. they're successful in their field and in their life, etc. But when it comes to home, they have a successful husband who they also follow. Mm. Virtuous woman in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my definition of, um, of like a successful family. You see that when there is no masculine leadership, there's no way for a family to be whole. At the end of the day, there's always going to be some sort of flaw. And when I say masculine leadership, you can have a dad in the household and if he's not playing the masculine role, doesn't mean <laughs> that the children are going to look for answers somewhere else. It's true. You know, that's why you see with a lot of black young boys, um, they end up joining gangs and all these type of things. We're always searching for masculine leadership. You see, with single parent household, that ladies, they end up getting out here at a younger age. Some people say it's okay to be sexually free, etc. But this is coming from someone that is also ventured into that side of, you know, being out here. I realize that it comes from... Fornication. Chill. It comes it come from a place of, of lack and emptiness. True. Like, there's no two ways about it. And I'm saying that from experience. You know mm. what I mean? So, you know, we have to be very real with ourselves. It's just that in today's day and age, we're not honest with ourselves. That's true. I think the and scariest... And I feel like people aren't honest with each other as well. Yeah, like, the scariest thing is being honest with you. Like, looking yourself in the mirror and be like, yo, like, you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. And not only that, because a lot of people do that, hence, I was about to say something, but hence the reason why people always call themselves like shit, etc. The self-doubt, mm. the, <laughs> the feeling of, of depression. Yeah. I won't say depression, mm. but the feeling of depression. Yeah. Feeling down and sad because you're perfectly fine with beating yourself up. Now, the hardest point is now being like, you know what? I've fallen down, but I'm going to pick myself back up. Like mm. I never felt, or knowing that I failed, but this time I'm gonna I'm gonna try again. Mm. Say that the person that's gonna be the most successful person is the person that is able to carry on failing, right, and keep on trying with their enthusiasm mm. 
mm. as if he's never felt before. I've butchered that statement a bit, but hopefully you understand the concept. Resilience. You know? It's resilience. It's grit. You know? And that's the hardest thing for people to do. As soon as we're able to be honest with us and understand that it's okay for you to be feminine, it's okay for you to be masculine. Then, and when I say it's okay for you to be masculine, I'm talking about guys to be masculine. It's okay for a <laughs> lady to be feminine. Then as soon as we're able to embrace that, we're going to have way more success in life at the end of the day. Like, I, this is enough. I was having the conversation... This episode, I'm going to be talking 80% of the time. I know. Right? I'm just listening. <laughs> if you see me in real life, I don't talk this much, right? Yes, you do. I talk a lot to you. Okay. But to people anyone that else. See, Yeah, to people that, that see me in real life, I, don't, I actually don't speak a lot. I'm, I'm a mad choir, right? But um, I was having a conversation with my bro yesterday, right? And I've been reading a book recently called... Um, um, it literally just fell out of my head. Let me let me pick it up. But it's basically the author was Michael Jordan's coach, and he was talking about what it basically takes to embrace greatness. Relentless. That's what it's called. I I I, I like I like that book, man. Yeah, I was gonna read it. I like that book. I like it a lot. Did what? I not get that one for you? No, I didn't. Nah, I got some McCabe. Yeah, and Malcolm X. Oh yeah. Like, I, I like that book a lot, man. What, <laughs> okay. what, like, I think one thing that I've realized, again, you've seen me, like, you've been able to be privy to the fact that, like, you know I'm an ambitious person. Mm. Like, I have goals, aspirations. Not only that, I, I will actually work towards it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm going to be real, yeah. I used to, a part of me started getting to a point of, I started studying emotional intelligence, right? and understanding people's feelings or trying to understand people's feelings, right? So a part of me started being like, okay, like when I start speaking my big talk, which I'm usually used to, certain people feel a certain type of way of it. Let me tone it down. When I'm working so hard and posting about it, etc., some some people are now like, nah. so let me tone it down. <laughs> then what it said in that book was that like, you have to get to a point, yeah, where you just realize that, yo, it's okay to be different. Yeah, 100 it's actually okay to be different. Answer that. your inner self, your higher self that's telling you you're not like these people. It's okay to be different. Mm. Once you're able to do that, you'll be flying. Flying. Flying through life. Like, I think before I used to be like, you know what, let me tone it down. Let me try fitting with a lot of people. And that's why you see the richest place is the graveyard. A lot of people, they, they tone themselves down and they start, you know, trying to fit in. Yeah. It's okay not to fit in, man. And also, in saying that, it's also okay to embrace the fact that, cool, I'm a masculine man. Mm. I've never had an issue with just me being a masculine person. But I used to think that it would lead to issues because, again, if I want my way done, I'm going to be like, yo, like, pattern up. Do what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? But because I started, again, understanding emotional intelligence, see their face change, etc. I started being like, oh, okay, I start pampering them. All of a sudden... I wasn't able to get what I needed to get done. Mm. Now I'm on the vibe of like, no, when it comes to business, when it comes to things that really matter, I'm sorry to say, but I don't give a damn. Let's complete the mission. Then we'll have a conversation after to now discuss, cool, how can I have communicated or how can I have done this better? Mm. So you're still in the motion, but you're building the plane while you fly it instead of each time there's a, a conflict or each time there's a problem, you stop the whole plane. Mm. Oh, okay. You get it? Yeah. So it's the same thing like, it's okay for a man to now be like, well, I want to be masculine, but also understand the, what it comes with. Also understand that at the end of the day, the only person that's going to appreciate you is God and society as long as you keep on performing. Mm. 
you know, that's 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 it. And once people, once guys are able to accept that, and it's hard, like it's hard, it's hard. <laughs> like I, I was watching, um, I was watching Creed three yesterday. I think. What you're a snake. I'll take you there. No, no, no. Your snake is fine. I'll take you there later, later fine, this week. Man. I want to I wanna rewatch it. I'm I'm dead serious. I really want to rewatch it. Whatever, continues your point. Whatever, continue, no, your, continue point. your point. <laughs> Nonsense. But yo, I bearing in mind I've never watched Creed one and two. I watched Creed one yesterday, right? Just to go back in history and basically be like, yo, like what's but I'm familiar with the whole spin-off thing. I watched um, um Rocky before. Creed three, yeah. Nah, that like you know me, I'm mad stoic. Why are you giving me that devil stare right now, fam? You know me, I'm mad stoic. No, she know your friend right now. <laughs> Guys, she be for me because I watched Creed without her. <sighs> Continue, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I'm mad stoic. Things don't really get to me, right? But I was just watching this movie and I was just like, yo, like, I almost felt like crying at one point. Because I was like, yo, like, this guy, like, I identify with that. That stuff is real. Like, imagine, yeah, you're like a, a reject or you're the guy that people basically shunned, etc. You now get to your point, but you get you now get to your point of um of success. But because you didn't address the demons within at the beginning, it's always going to come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. You know? And I realized, like, I was just deep in, like, there's so many things that me as a man, I've been shining away. I've been shining away my emotions. Mm-hmm. I've been shining away maybe f- um, um, pain that might come through, you know, failure or whatever. I've been shining away all these type of things. And we saw in the movie that this guy literally came back with his friend coming back to basically punch him in the face. <laughs> it wasn't until we accepted the fact that, yo, I need to actually face head on, that he was able to then move away. Yeah. So that's when I deep, like, yo, like, I'm a calm guy, collected. I do personal development, but it's okay to be emotional sometimes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Guys, last episode, check it out. We spoke about it. Okay. Wonderful. About being emotional. That is okay to be emotional type thing. Yeah, it's okay to be emotional. Like, I'm even going to go therapy. You know what I mean? That's good. Bearing in mind, like, I used to think therapy was a thing where you only go if you're anxious or depressed. You know, it's been, there's such a stigma behind, you know, embracing your emotions and talking about your feelings, etc. But here's now where I believe the French hates masculinity and femininity. Yeah. With ladies, you can talk about your emotions all day and it actually releases chemicals in your brain that makes you guys, it's like a drug. It releases like a happy feeling within your brain. Once you're able to express it and be like, girl, did you, did you see like, you know what I mean? Like, you're able to just be like, oh no, I'm feeling so shit. Oh, no, Don't ever girl. do that again. Don't. You sound like speed. I was like, <laughs> that was horrible. What? Yeah, man. Like you lot, it makes you feel good by talking with guys. The reason why we don't talk about emotions because after a while, if there's no resolution, it it makes us feel like shit. You feel me? So I believe that it's okay to express your emotions and it's okay to do these type of things. But number one, be careful who you talk to. Yeah, right? 100%. As a man, I'm going to be real. Don't talk to your lady about your feelings. Isn't like, just don't do that. Right? You speak to someone that, like a therapist who is able to decipher it and then you now basically come to your own resolution. You know what I mean? Or you speak to wise counsel. Or you speak to a mentor or whatever. Mm. You know? Like, 
I only started progressing when I was able to now be like, cool, I've been successful in the business I've been creating, etc. But I'm now facing issues. Now, before, I was like, I'm going to do everything myself. Now, if I face an issue, pick up my phone. If it's a spiritual or whatever type of issue, I literally flood my pastor. I'm just like, yo, like, <laughs> my guy, like, comment and I'm joking in case he hears this. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm like, hello, sir, like, help me out. You know what I mean? I'll format in a way that's more respectable, of course. Mm. But that's basically what I'm saying. Like, yo, big I need help. help me out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Right? When it comes to business, pick up my phone, contact my mentor. <laughs> I pick up my phone. I'm just like, bro, like, I've hit this hurdle. So basically, essentially, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's okay to ask for help. It's not oh? something I've been trying to drill into your head for a long time. It's okay to ask for help, but understand who to ask help from. Draw me. So I think um, with the family, especially, like as soon as guys are able to be okay with being masculine, and this is another thing as well. I think that with guys, we we try to force things that aren't meant for us, if that makes sense. So what tends to happen is that like with a guy, because he's not in his masculine... Okay, cool. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> okay, cool. Let me let me explain the context and I'll, then I'll say this because if I say this now, people will just be like, ah, you know what I mean? The context is like, with again, femininity is emotions. It's... Um, passion is you know all these type of things you tend to see that even the most masculine guys that you guys call masculine they're actually more feminine than you actually believe because they are not disciplined right when it comes to food if you cannot discipline your food as a man you're not a man it's <laughs> true right as a human being yeah, in particular say... similar if you cannot discipline what goes into your mouth and you're complaining that you're still Overweight. Horrible deluxes. I'm sorry. And bearing in mind, I'm into like more voluptuous, you know what I mean? But let's be no, real. Your hand is pissing me off. Why are you doing that? <laughs> anyway, the day, but, the day that I don't have visual, but it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be real. Like, you, as an adult, if you cannot control what goes into your mouth, I'm sorry. You're just, what, what's going on there? You it's know? Number two, if you cannot com- control as a man or even as a lady, you cannot control your private parts, you're not disciplined. You know what I mean? Well, like what goes, what you're putting in your private parts, whatever. What are you talking about? I'm not involved, right? But it's very, very simple. So what you tend to see is that even with the most masculine guys, right, that you think are masculine, why is it that most guys end up being conquered by their vices? For example, they get rich or successful, they end up becoming a crackhead. They end up getting the wrong lady pregnant. They end up spending all their money, etc. Then were you even masculine in the first place? Were you even disciplined in the first place? Because masculinity is discipline. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of guys, what tends to happen in today's generation is that because we've been exposed to consumerism, we're always taking things in, right? We now love that feeling of always getting stuffed in. Mm. Right, and I'm saying it like this because I want to get make guys uncomfortable. <laughs> right, we always like taking things in. Mm. Right, pause. Right, but <laughs> but it gets to a point where we're not when we're not taking things in. You know, look at ourselves um, and we're like, oh no, I need, I need more, I need this, I need that. So what ends up happening is that when it comes to drugs, for example, because you can't literally deal with your emotions, right? You can't go to a therapist, or you you you're not willing to actually embrace the fact that. Right now, you're a failure. You need to do more personal development. And bearing in mind, it's not easy. Like, 
me being on this journey, like you see my growth, it's not easy. I literally wake up in the morning and I pray and I'm just like, God, like give me the strength to carry on doing this stuff. <laughs> it's very easy for me to literally, like, when someone chats shit, I can bang them in their face. Like, you know, I'm an aggressive <laughs> person. Sorry. You feel what I'm saying? It's way more harder to be a good person, in my opinion, than for oh, you to 100%. be uh, 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 just a bad person. Being, you feel me? Being a good person, this, but, this shouldn't be said by so hard. It's, not it's hard. It's hard. But, and being a good person, it leads to more reward than being a bad person. So I'd rather yeah. just eat shit right now and be rewarded in the long term. Yeah. You no, know, instant gratification. It'll be easier. Yeah. The more you do stuff anyway, it'll be easier. Yeah. Instant gratification is what's killing a lot of people. You know? What I realized is that as a guy, like the reason why we're not successful, especially when it comes to um trying to build a family especially I'm still young I don't even know what I'm talking about family but the reason why I see a lot of men not being successful in families is because they're not okay with literally being masculine meaning standing on their principles as a man right a lot of guys are controlled by their their lower self right their, their, their penis right so what, what ends up happening is that for example let's say if I come home and I'm just like yo I want things done a certain way I tell my wife this now she starts throwing a fit and then obviously she's not giving you the goody goody mm. at the end of the day. All of a sudden you see a lot. What used to happen back then was that a man will carry on doing whatever he needs to do. You don't care. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next. You know what I mean? He's not going to go out and do the mad thing, but he'll be like, I don't even care about that because it's a mission and a purpose I need to do. Mm. All of a sudden you saw a successful family because he cared more about that than actually answering to his lower soul. Now guys will rather bend down to a lady and be like, you know what? As long as your the sex is good, we're good to go. Mm. And you see that on TV as well. Yeah, and you see that so many ladies have lost respect for guys because we're not able to control our pennies. That's true. And what I realized, especially recently, is that I realized that fam, like when you're a man, you have to be okay with wanting respect more than love. You know, when you're the guy that people can walk over. They say they love you, etc., but they don't respect you. So you might, you're going to see, I, as soon as like some of you guys are going to take more inspiration and look into masculinity, etc., after this episode, right? You're going to mm-hmm. see that the most successful guys with ladies, right, are the most masculine, for example, pimps. <laughs> and that's not even a masculine thing to do. I wasn't expecting that, that to come out <laughs> in my at all. That's not even a masculine thing to do because I don't believe you should like prostitute your woman. Mm. But here this, the most successful guys with ladies tend to be pimps because they understand that, yo, like I'm able to basically get as many ladies, but they don't actually have sex with these ladies. Mm. And that's the reason why the ladies are with them because they're just like, I want what I can't have. You know? Mm-hmm. Now here this, we've gone from a culture of being the drug sellers to being the drug takers, right? And bearing in mind, drugs is not a good thing either, but understand this concept, right? We've gone from being the plug into now being the socket. socket. Like, we're being plugged into all the time. Consumerism, right? And that went with relationships as well. You see with a lot of guys, back then, a, a success, I, I know guys that, that get girls, like, and, and one of them is speaking right now. No, I'm joking. Well, I'm not joking, but still. Like... <laughs> But you tend to see that the most successful guys right now, to man them, that get the most girls, it tends to be the guys that seem to be sleeping around. But they're also the guys that the ladies don't respect. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're able to get in, but the ladies don't respect the fact that, like, as soon as they're on the vibe of, like, all right, cool, 
I want this. You do it for them. That's how you see in American culture, they, they don't like their men because the men are easily, like they bow down all the time. Mm. So what is going to end up happening as soon as you start standing in your laurels, etc., you're going to get less people that love you, but more people that respect you. You know? Mm. You disagree? Your face went No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Thinking like, about what? Because I understand what you're saying. Like, um, I guess as a man, because I'm not a man, so I wouldn't really understand. But I guess as a man, it's just what you said just now, like about um, you'll be respected more, but like you'll have less people that love you, but more people that respect you. Mm-hmm. Like when you're older, is that like older as in like 50 and stuff? Is that something that you'll still want? That just people, more people respecting you than people loving you? Of course. I think the only people that really need to love you is um, number one, God. Number two, your wife. Number three, your family and those people around you. But you tend mm. to see that God is the only person that can give you unconditional love. Mm. Even if you're a failure, he's still going to technically show you love as long as you're willing to now pick up yourself and be like God. You know what I mean? Have that relationship. Mm. So when he says love, it means that he's giving you the grace period to basically still correct your mistakes, etc. Mm. Right? Now, when it comes to your lady as a guy, the lady loves you the most when she respects you. That's true. I can't even fault that. That's true. Like, as soon as a lady doesn't respect you, she's not going to do all the type of things that she needs to do. You know? The kids love you the most when they respect you. That's why you see when kids are young, they idolize their parents, so they do everything the parent wants. As soon as the kid comes of age and realizes that their parents are losers, all of a sudden, the, the respect goes away. Yeah, I hear that. That's true. So, as a man, you have to be okay with understanding that respect comes first. And you don't get respect by asking people to respect you. You get respect through action. Yeah. Respect can't be... It's not something that's given. It's earned. It's earned at the end of the day. So as a guy, like, before, I used to be on this vibe of, like, love me, love me, love me. Nah, bro. Like, I don't give a damn. Fair you know what I mean? Because what's going to end up happening is that people, people revere the people they respect. Mm-hmm. Man don't like you, but they revere it. Right? In business, you're going to get less people walking over you because you're a respectable person. You stand on what you, your principles are, mm-hmm. right? People don't love Dame, ja- Dame Dash and Jay-Z, but they respect them because when it comes to business, they're on point with it, mm-hmm. you know? When it comes to, um, so that's wealth, health. When it comes to your health, you being on a case of, cause I, live, I live my life on these three principles. Wealth, health, and relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what life is about. So health, you being that guy that's disciplined and being like, cool, I'm not going to eat no junk food. I'm going to literally get a cook or my lady has to cook for me and be like, yo, like, make sure food is like this. Mm-hmm. Shaharazad Ali, remember I was, I was showing you her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a Muslim lady, she wrote the book, um, A Black Man's Guide to Understanding Black Woman and also A Black Woman's Guide to Understanding Black Men. Mm-hmm. She said... The number one thing that a lot of ladies are doing right now that they don't understand is that they're killing their family because they don't know how to cook. Um, anyway, this is a different topic for another day, but yeah. Right? I seen that, you know the fruit fast that we're doing the other week, right? Mm-hmm. That fruit fast, <laughs> hardest thing I've done in my life recently. Yeah. But it woke so many things in me that I didn't even, I forgot was even there. Yeah. And because again, I study so much, I realized that your subconscious never ever forgets anything. Yeah. I could be walking down the road and not even paying attention, but my subconscious picks up everything. Yeah. So it's not about 
trying to become is about locating whatever's in your subconscious mm. to basically come to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Even prayer, I don't want to go into too much depth because it's going to like be spinning people, right? But even prayer, the whole idea of prayer is bringing whatever's re- already in you to the forefront. Mm. God has already written out your life. Like, you know what I mean? He's giving you all the answers already. But yeah. you, each time you hear a hurdle, you have to pray to him to be like, God, like, mm. give me the answers. The answers are already yeah. within. It's just not for him to bring it to the forefront. Why? <laughs> that's the reason as to why you see that people that don't have God, but they understand this concept, they're successful. Mm. You know? Yeah. And that's also the reason why I was talking about like, people base, I, I learned this recently and even my shepherd talked about it yesterday again. People base their relationship on God based on their materialism and all these type of things that they get. God gave me a job. He loves me. God did this, etc. But God, it says within scripture, the rain will fall on the good and the bad. Mm. Your job, etc., does not do anything. But deep it, Job in the Bible, when he didn't get everything, like God basically allowed the devil to take everything away from him. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get everything back until he came to the realization that God, I cannot question you. You are the most high. Mm. No matter what, like regardless how I feel, yeah. it's your will, not mine. Literally. You saw Christ do that in the Garden of Gethsemane, but I'll still talk about um, Job again. Right? People, like, it, it was always a sermon at my younger age, right? Where people used to always be on the case of, we're going to use Job as a talking point of, um, he was happy when God restored all, his, all of his blessings, etc. But, it doesn't say that in scripture. He gave his blessings away as soon as he died anyways, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to give inheritance. Mm. He was happy at the fact that he realized that there's actually a God up there. Yeah. Bearing in mind, this was a religious man before. Mm-hmm. He was grateful because it went from religion okay. into relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Read the, read the book of Job, guys. Like, it's a, it's a really game changer. Game changer. You know? So, when it comes to um, like that fruit fast again, understanding what goes in your, in your diet, etc. Like, even my sleep is going to get to a point where I'm telling my clients, yo, like, I'm not doing no sessions in the nighttime. I can easily do it, but I'm not going to be my most productive. Meaning I can't give you the best service. Mm-hmm. It was literally two days ago. I was literally on my laptop like... Your head's always nodding. Nodding. But I deeped it like, even when it comes to, again, I'm not the most sociable person, but I deeped it. I'm way more irritated when I don't sleep. I'm way less... I don't listen as much when I, when I don't sleep. I'm way less productive and a valuable citizen to society when I don't sleep. And I realized that, you know what, no, I, I can't, it. I can't, I can't keep on living my life like this. I can't keep on making mistakes that I can easily avoid. So, right. And Effie has said this so many times. Yes, I'm listening to you now. Okay. But now it's going to get to a point where, yo, like I'm getting my eight, nine hours of sleep on most days. I'm going to invest in the aura ring. I'm going to invest in my health, etc. You're the most productive. Now, this is, this is, before Remember when I used to say, like, I can't be related that, that I can't cook, mm. right? That used to just be on social media and et cetera. I was just listening to Shade Bar and all these type of <laughs> dumb shit, right? Now, it's gone from a case of, like, no, like, if you can't cook, you're literally killing the family, fam. Mm. It's not a joke. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, and I understand, cool, it's men can cook, nah, et cetera. Bro. But as for me, I'm going to be out. You know what I mean? I'm going to be out in the fields. Like, I'm a busy man, right? The lady spends the most time with the children. Learn how to cook a damn meal. And when I say cook, I'm not talking about eating things like some people are going to hate me for this, but like pork, etc. Right? Mm. These are things that kill you. 
But if you talk to it, if you say all these things, the food that we love the most in our community as a black community is the food that kills us. Yeah. It's true. And the thing is, even me as an individual that I thought I was disciplined, that fruit fast told me that, bro, I'm a fiend for all these foods, but I need to stop. Because yeah. if I can't control what goes in my mouth, how am I going to be disciplined enough to be like, you know, I'm going to keep a good prayer life or, or, or with God. I'm going to keep disciplining my business. I'm mm. going to do this and that. Nah, boy. My health <laughs> needs to be on point. Health is wealth. No joke. You know? <laughs> so I know you're being serious, but the way you're speaking right now is actually making me laugh. <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face. You feel me? So my wealth has to be in check. My health has to be in check. Now, relationships. With masculinity, you have to be a case where you keep on becoming and keep on becoming that respectable man. Then you're going to be successful in your relationships. Right? The relationship that you have with your partner, your wife. Right? Again, when it comes to the whole idea of like monogamy versus polygamy, right? That's a whole different debate that we can have. I can hold, go into it. As for me, I'm a monogamous man, right? Because I deep, yeah, like the headache of, of handling, and I've, I've done it before, right? Like uh, handling like five ladies, bro, is, is, is long, man. You know what I mean? And the only reason why I'm saying these things is because I just want to show people that I'm becoming. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I'm getting better, right? There's no point in me telling you guys what to do when I'm not doing it myself. You feel me? So I'd rather be that guy just to be the most honest person. You feel me? Mm. But like, it's too much headache, man. And you see that a lot of guys, we don't become the best version of ourselves because we're entertaining pussy way more than purpose. You know, when it came to, one thing I realized, it, it was even as recent as even last week, right? I deeped it, yeah? That I understand the spiritual reason as to why we shouldn't be out here. Right? But just look at it as a practical reason. This is what I'm talking about, why I like David. Because he just makes it make sense in my own personal head. Definitely. I'm a practical person, so it makes sense for me. You know what I'm saying? Some people, they prefer the spiritual and the signs and wonders, but I want to understand the mindset of God. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. understand it so I can use it and be like, yo, this, is, this makes sense now. Mm-hmm. You know? That wisdom, knowledge, understanding. You feel me? It's very, very simple, right? Energy is not created and it can never be destroyed. We give and, and receive energy. You feel me? So, if you're giving all of your energy out to all these women and to all these vices, you're not giving energy to yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not healing yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not promoting and making yourself the best possible. You feel me? Mm -hmm. The reason why it works in a relationship as in marriage, right? And I don't believe in like state marriage, like all these documents, etc. I'm talking marriage and the concept that God has actually bestowed because it goes from you giving and taking transactional in all these like um, relationships that we have nowadays into now it being reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So it goes from one plus one equaling two equal, uh, um, into one plus one equals three. Okay. Some people will be like, huh? But it's a concept <laughs> that I got from, from 19 Keys. One plus one equaling two is very basic. Mm-hmm. Have you ever deep the fact that when a man and a woman come together, they're able to create a third component, meaning their union and also a child. Mm-hmm. So it goes from man being one, woman being one, into the third component, meaning us as a union, us as a mothership, us as a, you know, mm. as a force. Mm-hmm. When it comes to these transactional things, you're not, you know, it's not reciprocal. You feel me? And that goes for business. 
it goes for platonic friendships and it goes for a relationship as a man with your woman. Very, very simple, right? So as a man, you need to be principled, you need to be disciplined. These are things that I'm definitely um, on the journey to discovering, but now I'm at a point where I'm just like, and again, like, I'm young. Like, I might make mistakes, but just because I'm young is not an excuse. Because you saw that the most active people within scripture were all young. Mm -hmm. That's when you're supposed to be on fire. Whereas you see in our generation, you see like 16-year-olds looking like 40 and that. That's not even a diss, it's a fact. <laughs> You're not wrong. Whereas I can look up like my, my spiritual father in church. I don't even know how old my man is, but he looks younger than some of the people my age. Fez. If he was to shave off his bed, like he could, he's active, you know what I mean? And, and I deeped enough. it like, why? It's because he keeps his, his health in check. He was eating proper food growing up, etc. Even back to the food thing, right? We believe that it doesn't have an effect on us, but it ages us so fast. You know? It doesn't make, like, before I used to find it attractive, but it doesn't make sense as to how, like, <laughs> I don't want to rush too many feathers, man. Let me just end it here, man. Are you sure? Me? Yeah, man. You know, we'll have another discussion for that. You know what I mean? I don't want people's introduction to me to be You've been on here before. They know how you, they know how you are. But... <laughs> You feel me? But I'm I'm just honest with it, you know? And um, now that I'm on a journey of actually embracing it, putting the action behind it, like, don't get it twisted. At the end of the day, you're going to fail. You know what I mean? You're going to fail in some, some sort of um, aspect. I might miss gym one day or fucking eat a burger. You know what I mean? But it's about these small little wins that I can have each and every single day and, you know, making it make sense at the end of the day. So, guys, become masculine. Ladies, become more feminine. Please. <laughs> no. You guys see his face, yeah. <laughs> Say please. But it's getting to a point, right? Again, like, with man them, this is why like, I, I'm just real with a man them. I'm just like, bro, like, it's okay to, to like, go for a lady that is going to actually be what you need than what you want. You feel me? Like, a lot of the time, I, I think I said it to you one time, right? But it, it might have flown over your head, right? I don't know if you remember this, but I was talking about, like, most people, when they get into a marriage, it's not the person that they actually wanted. It was just the person that was best for them. Mm. You know what I mean? We had this conversation ages ago. We had this conversation ages ago. Like, I'm, a re I'm very practical with it. If you look at all the successful marriages, they're not necessarily the most in love, but they had something bigger than them that made them end up loving each other anyways. You say that to people nowadays, they'll be like, eh, no. If you don't boohoo me, if you don't, mm, this, this, and that. Mm, mm, mm. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's what I'm saying. Transactional instead of reciprocal. But we don't even have time for that conversation. Now, let's, let's get into it quickly before we wrap up. I guess, like, I understand what you're saying because I agree with it to a certain extent. Like, relationships now, even when I say relationships, I mean like marriages as well. I guess they are kind of like transactional. But I feel like with what you're saying that they had something bigger and then they ended up loving each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really... Under, like, I understand the concept, but I don't understand the concept at the same time. Is it basically like an arranged marriage? Not necessarily arranged marriage. Not arranged marriage, but it's kind of like... Do you know with an arranged marriage, like sometimes you can just end up loving the person? Mm -hmm. But I feel like, what's the point of going into something if you don't love the person already? And I understand that love is that, guys, please... 
I've said this before and I'll say it again. A relationship built on love is not going nowhere. I understand that. Love is a very important component to it, but it's not the component. Yeah, but it's not the foundation. I understand that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, why? Like, why would you go into something without that component, I guess? I guess you can say it's kind of like scaffolding, like different scaffolding. Like you have, um, in order to keep the thing stable as you're building it, you need different... I think, I think it's because love is an emotion and emotions are fleeting. I guess so, yeah. You know, like at the end of the day, like if you spend enough, okay, when it comes to love, right, you develop love the more time you spend with someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand that you have different forms of love, etc. but in the grand scheme of things, if you spend enough time with someone, you eventually love them, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at least maybe tolerate them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Not that for me and my homegirl. <laughs> right um, But also If you spend enough time With someone You're also Bumping heads mm. You know So If love was enough Then that means Every single person That loved each other Will be in a successful relationship mm-hmm. You know Sometimes we love things That aren't good for us mm-hmm. So it's like about food. Like food You know So sometimes it's about What is the greater goal and how can we actually bring each other's purpose to manifestation? Through that, we'll end up like forming some sort of love. You know what I mean? Like this is one thing that my one of my orders gave to me, right? Just a little bit of game. You might not understand it. It will make sense to the man them, right? But it was, this is for the man them anyway, I guess. But he was saying how like when it comes to you picking a lady, right? If you're going solely off of, you have to optimize it, if that makes sense. It's a balance. If you're going for a dead thing, let's be very real. Like a dead thing that's good for you, let's be very real. As man, them, nah, bro. <laughs> like no matter how disciplined or whatever, you're going to look elsewhere because she's lacking something dramatically. Dr- dramatically, you see. I haven't said dramatically because I was just thinking in my head like it's just I can never go there. There's too much drama and it's dramatically. Drastic. That's why I said dramatically. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're lacking something drastically. Dramatically. Dramatically. You feel me? Oh. Like you're 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 lacking something that's very very big, which is attraction. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's very simple, right? But deep it, if she's also not nurturing in nature, in nature, etc., you're gonna lack that appreciation that is needed to basically make masculinity what it is. Mm. A man's ego needs to be stroked, whether by society and also by his lady. At the end of the day, right? So you're going to have to basically find a way to scale it to basically be like, cool, out of 10, what do I need? If I can get basically get a 7, 8 out of 10 on all fronts, meaning, cool, her looks is, let's say, 7, right? That's why some people don't like what Kevin Samuel did, but I kind of agree with what he did in this well, aspect, ranking rape, people. Yeah. yeah. Your looks is, cool, let's say, 6, 7, yeah? Your mentality is a nine. Your cooking skills can be maybe even a five, right? Your femininity is eight. I'll bring everything together, bring an average, and then you'll end up becoming maybe a 7.5 out of 10. I can work with that because cooking, you can easily get better. Your looks is eventually going to fade, but as of now, like, we're good to go. <laughs> You feel me? But that mindset that's going to pass on to the next generation and is also going to keep me motivated and keep me going 
that is, you can't get that anywhere. I can easily like, as soon as a man has money, right? I haven't like made a crazy amount, but I know people that have and I'm around them all the time. So I, I see it. And because I do music, you can literally be in a room with like rich people and they won't know who's who. You know what I mean? So you can easily just be like, uh, you know what I mean? But that's a story from another day, isn't it? But <laughs> in saying this, as soon as you get money as a man, the options is dumb. It, yeah. beco- it becomes so dumb. So that's why I understand the whole concept of you can literally, like, if you're looking for looks only, you can literally just see a badina one day. If she's not doing right, bro, there's one literally two minutes down the road. When I went to America, fucking hell. <laughs> Shit. No, fam. I can't lie. Girls in America. They're and different, fam. You, you went Atlanta. I, I, didn't, I don't want to go there. That's Sodom and Gomorrah, fam. I was in Hollywood, which is Sodom and Gomorrah, but at least it's like, I'm into black ladies, isn't it? So I was seeing like Latinas, et cetera. Even white ladies. I'm not like, again, the whole like stay within your race, et cetera. I believe in it. At the same time, we're in a, like we're exposed to so much now. So it's not as practical. Go with whoever's best for you. Right. But I was seeing ladies that I'm naturally not interested in. I was like, whoo, God damn. (laughs) Let's be real. Yeah. You feel me? But, to get a lady that's lame and also mindset, huh, you're going to be fighting for life. Or... I said fighting for life. And deep it, like, man, them, you're not going to get it right now because, again, at a younger age, your testosterone is... is, is te- <laughs> I said testosterone. Hey, you're the testosterone, yeah, it's flying around your body. So, like, you're very impulsive, etc. You just want to get it out of your system. But when you mature and you learn how to discipline yourself, you realize that, fam, like, no amount of looks is going to really, really keep you as a man, fam. You know what I mean? You'll entertain it. You'll get there, etc. But after you, you, you both, you know, lead to an orgasm, etc. Trust me, it's, it's back to that empty feeling of like, do I even like this girl? Post-not clarity. Post-not clarity is a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Like, no cap. It's a real thing. But can you actually find someone that is going to sustain you it's hard. That's like one, and it's one of the hardest things you can ever do. You know? That goes for everything, man. Goes for everything. Make sure your health, your wealth, your fitness, no, your health, your wealth, and relationships, sorry, is um, on point and optimized. Masculinity is discipline, is integrity, it's, you know, leadership, stoicism. These are traits of it. And I want every single guy to really, really look into what it means to be a man. You know? Hundred. So, guys, that's all we have for today, fortunately. So, we said that, well, you said that you'll come up with a definition by the end of the episode. Do you feel like you have one? Yeah, so, I believe every single person should grab this book, The Way of a Superior Man. Both ladies and guys should read this, right? But the definition of masculinity, I like it, um, in this, it's just one excerpt from it. It says, um, he is purposeful, confident, and directed. Living his chosen way of life with deep integrity and humor. So that's the definition. Yes. Well, that definition. Yes. Okay. I think I think that that sums up quite well. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Kiki, for coming on. Time, fam. Do you like to plug all your things? Um, just tune in with me, man. If you agree, what I'm saying is out of Kiki beats on all platforms. If you don't, fuck you. No, I'm joking. Um, if you don't, also challenge me, man. I'm I'm always open to. 
learning. That's one thing that you can you can never stop doing. You can never stop learning. But please, if you want to come to me with like criticism, etc., come with like logic and facts. Because I don't, I'm not. If you're just gonna be arguing on emotion, I, I I don't have time for that. I'm sorry, because you're not thinking clearly, you know. <laughs> but if you can come up with like stats, data, etc., we're good to go. But that's gonna actually be more fruitful. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's all, Kiki. Guys, follow all the three sixty socials, three sixty chat podcast on everything. Three sixty. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, Bye. fam. Okay, bye.